Hey there, you're listening to the Faith and Family Podcast with Travis and Whitney Jackson. Every week, we will encourage the family to get closer to God and each other. We want to discuss faith, family, culture, and Jesus. We hope you'll feel like you're hanging out with us and our crazy crew. Don't hesitate to say hi. Enjoy! Hey everybody, welcome to our Faith and Family Podcast. We're so glad that you're tuning in. We've missed you over the last couple of weeks. Uh, but we're glad to see you and uh, yes yes uh it's corona uh quarantine day no things are getting a little bit more back to normal but tell yeah. everybody what's kind of going on at the jackson house yeah so you know we started this podcast and we had planted a tomato plant and y'all it's growing little baby so it's so cute gang goes outside every morning and he's like talking to his little tomato baby and they're blooming we're ready for them to turn red so that we can eat them oh, so man, it's we, fun. Man, we got some other stuff too we, oh man yeah we got potatoes that's easy just throw that in the ground um cute Zucchini? Zucchini or cucumbers. I can't remember which one it was. So Something. we'll see when it blooms. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, if you need some food, come on over. Yeah. Just kidding. We don't, we don't have enough for you. Now, uh, <laughs> here's what we want to talk about today. Um, a little more than a week ago, we celebrated uh, the one-year anniversary of me getting a kidney transplant. Show them your score. Just kidding. I don't know. Show them your Kind of gross. Just kidding. Uh, but, you know, obviously super thankful just for what the Lord uh, did, and mm-hmm. not just in me, but in our family and, and all that. But we wanted to talk a little bit about uh, kind of that whole process. Some yeah. of you know the story, some of you don't. But the topic for today is not just what happened with my kidney, but how you how you parent through a crisis and you know for us you know this was a crisis you know for our family for a few years um, I mean things weren't incredibly easy they were they were they were difficult at times and I know a lot of you out here maybe maybe you're going through a crisis maybe you've been through a crisis at some point in time you will go through something and how do you parent your kids how do you help walk them through that how do you help their faith how Mm -hmm. can you uh, encourage them in the Lord how do you keep their spirits up and all that so we want to just dive into a, a few of these topics today and hopefully it's going to help you parent uh, through a crisis yeah and so Travis since a lot of people don't really know just the overview why don't you tell us just a history of your kidney disease and where it started and all of that yeah yeah and, and I guess today we'll kind of look at a few different angles what yeah. I was what I was kind of feeling through this what you were feeling through this yeah. and then Again, what our kids were going through and what mm-hmm. they were feeling. But yeah, yeah, just to give some people kind of the history, um, you know, I'm 35 now, so probably I was, I was 28, maybe seven years ago. Uh, ended up being diagnosed with kidney disease, you know, out of nowhere, um, just kind of an audio uh, mm-hmm. immune thing. And long story short, I took some medicine, it didn't do anything. We later found out uh, that, you know, it was an acute uh, autoimmune disease and it was going to continue to be progressive. Uh, but they thought it could take a long time. Uh, long story short, I got bit by a tick uh, that was carrying the disease. My kidney function went even lower. It was 50%. Mm-hmm. It went down to 10%. And really yeah, just like that. And, and uh, this took a couple of years for this to happen. And we kind of walked this uh, down. Then I got bit by um, the, the tick. Mm-hmm. And over that year, we went from 10% to 5%. And then I started taking dialysis. Uh, it was peritoneal dialysis. Uh, it was through my uh, my abdominal lining. Every four hours. Every four hours. I didn't exchange. Actually, this is my office. If you were wondering, I would I'd actually once or twice a day I would have bags in here and I would do my treatments through here. But 
you know, uh, so I did dialysis about 18 months, 20 months, something like that. Mm -hmm. And then uh, we lo and behold, we got a phone call that there was a donor who was a 30 year old male, healthy, and he was an altruistic donor, which means he just, he wanted to give got a kidney. Yeah. And uh, it was a perfect match. Way. Yeah, uh, May the 7th, uh, I got a kidney and uh, it worked. We had a few complications, but uh, it's working really, really well now. We mm -hmm. made lifelong friends. I met my donor. Yeah, uh, so why. it was just a God thing. But I, I guess to kind of, you know, kind of tell you what was going on, you know, in me through this process, it's, it's easy to talk about, you know, the illness and dialysis and the problem when you're kind of on the other side. Yeah. You know, but when I was in the middle of it, you know, I'll be honest. Uh, there were days that were tough. There was days that were that were hard. There were days that were discouraging. I think for me, being someone who's been active, who uh, has young kids, always who's, on the go. Yeah, yeah, always running and gunning, and I think it was hard for me uh, to, that my lifestyle was changing. That I had to slow down. That I wasn't in control like I thought mm -hmm. I was. Um, I, it was just different. That's all I can say. But um, throughout this whole process, you know, God was there. I felt the peace of God. I felt uh, just the presence of the Lord. I felt uh, that God was near to me. But there were days that were discouraging. There was days that were depressing. Um, it, it's easy to talk about faith. I think it's harder to walk out faith. Yeah. It's when when you don't see the answers. When you have prayed and prayed, and people have prayed, and godly people have prayed, and pastors have prayed. And you don't see the answer when you want the answer. It can become, you know, very frustrating. Mm -hmm. You know, particularly us, you know, uh, full-time ministry pastors here at the church. Travel. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, but but it, cut short. Yeah, but just yeah. frustrating when you feel that, man, here I am. I, I'm, I'm a pastor. I pray for people. You know, I've seen God do great things, and it's not happening to me. Um, it, it does make you kind of like, where, you know, do I not have faith? Am I, do I have unbelief? What's going on? Mm -hmm. um, so I, I feel like if you're in a crisis right now and you felt that a lot of that stuff, I think it's natural. I think it's just part of the humanity of who we are. Um, you know, I, I can guarantee you that uh, men and women of the faith that have done great things, they felt the same, same stuff that we're feeling. But overall, you know, the presence of God is, is just not comparable to anything great. else it was a grace through this whole thing just to walk it out mm -hmm. just to go through the process mm -hmm. and so with me i'm pretty even kiltered mm -hmm. uh, i'm pretty you know go with the flow not yeah. a lot of ups and downs i mean within yeah. probably on the outside I, I had a good persona on the outside but some days on the inside i was frustrated i was you know well, specifically i can remember seeing just through dialysis well right before you started dialysis so you know the kidney it flushes out all the toxins so basically he was just toxic and he it just drained his energy and that's not like travis at all he was just always on the go always doing something always just playing with the kids and doing stuff so right before dialysis hit he was done like by three o'clock. I mean, he could not move. He was so tired and exhausted. And I think like that, those are the hard moments whenever I didn't see you, like you couldn't be who you were, you know? Yeah, I mean, you're, you know, looking back now at pictures, my, my face was like white. I was just kind of flushed, no energy laying around a lot, just not wanting to, to do a whole bunch. And, you didn't feel well. And I, I think the hardest yeah. thing for me was not being able to, to play with my kids like I wanted to. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, for a while there's a weight, you know, restriction, you know, and I've got little kids and I can't throw them up like I want to. Yeah. And for me, I think that was the mentally most frustrating thing because, you know, I look back now, I'm on dialysis 18, 20 months. 
that's not a whole long time, but when you're going through it, you're like, is this going to be five years? The normal waiting period for a kidney is five to seven years. Well, man, my oldest kid, he's going to be 11 or 12. I'm going to miss a lot of things because I can't yeah. do this. I can remember coaching T-ball yeah. and just being out there and just, you know, feeling drained, feeling just tired, like just not through. having yeah. energy at all. But, you know, uh, a lot of people have heard my story just kind of, you know, through messages or whatever. But why don't you tell people kind of what you were going through? Because personally, Whitney carried a lot more weight than I did. You know, she was having to make sure I was okay, but two kids and then a third kid and just taking care of them, their emotional state, and then her emotional state. So just tell them real yeah. quick what kind of you were going through during well, this. Well, I feel like the hardest like reality check for me was the doctor's appointment. We went in and they said, you're gonna have to have a kidney transplant. That wasn't even on our radar. <laughs> like, it was a gut punch to me. Suck the air out of the room. And I can just remember, like, you're just in shock. You know, you have no idea what does that even mean, <laughs> you know? And so we walk out of the, the doctor's office and I just, like, lose it. Because <laughs> I'm like, I don't even understand what's happening right now. And Travis is like, it'll be okay. <laughs> you know? Well, even, like, <laughs> such unbelief, like, I went and got a second opinion yeah, from did. a doctor in, like, in, in Dallas and happening. paid, like, $1,000 for it. And at the end, they're like, yeah, I mean, you, you have a real low it. kidney function. You need to get on dialysis and get a kidney. And... Yeah, you know, so. and so that was the first, like, I, I guess there was, like, just a really, those first couple of weeks, and just hearing that news, whenever you hear, you're in the doctor's office, and you hear the news, and, you know, I have my sister, she went through cancer, and, um, you know, there's many people listening, you know those doctor's appointments, visits, and it's just, there's just this fog trying to figure it out, and I can remember holding my one-year-old and my three-year-old thinking what in the world is about to happen and you know for Travis and I we we love like he said we love ministry and we love traveling and we we you know feel like it's on our heart to plant churches you know on the mission field and to go and and at this moment I felt like God had told me all these things but I felt like we couldn't do any of those things and so I'm sitting on my couch holding my kids and I just bought this scripture for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, and it's a hope and a future. And it, I just bought this and put it on the wall. And I know that scripture, but I'm looking at it thinking, okay, God, you know this future. It did not catch you off guard. You are going to give us a hope, <laughs> and it's going to be a good future for me and my family. And that is what I stood on. And I feel like there were waves of emotion through the whole process, and it was just make it day by day, you know, because he would have a good day and then the kids would have a bad day <laughs> or vice versa. And it was just like holding on to just keeping a, a schedule for our children, keeping, keeping it normal, even though it was not normal, um, was the biggest thing. And so I think that through it all, um, I, my friends, they're just prayers and my family's prayers and all of the support that we had just around us really carried me through because they knew that I was carrying a lot of weight. And so I'm really thankful for just our support system and that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just for our friends, for our family, for our church family, mm -hmm. you know, uh, it was, uh, you know, it's just, it's crazy thinking about back now. But, you know, one of the hardest things, again, and I, I kind of said it, but I know for both of us it was hard because uh, people are believing with you. People yeah. are praying for you. 
Um, you flew to Bethel. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I got prayer from a lot yeah. of people. And again, what was hard for me is when there's something wrong, like in the natural, I mean, you, you fix, fix it. it, you know, I mean, if you have your car's messed up, you go fix it. You know, if you, mm -hmm. if your lawn's messed up, you go mow it, you go take care of it. If your kid scrapes your arm, you go get a bandaid and, and you fix it. But we couldn't take care of this. And mm -hmm. it was, it was hard because we, we wanted this to be done. Personally, we didn't like all the attention of just, you know, being the sick guy, you know, yeah. or, you know, uh, some Every people. Every day, someone asking how's well, it going, how's it you know, doing, or, and or, I know people genuinely care. It was, yeah, it, and, and to me, it was it was a little overwhelming. It yeah. was hard. Yeah. And so, but again, just to, just to say it one more time, God was just so good. He was so mm -hmm. faithful. And so we're trying to balance like our own faith at 30 years old, you know, 33 years old, whatever. But we also have young kids. Mm -hmm. And so when I got diagnosed, you know, when I started dialysis, like she said, our oldest was three, right? Three mm -hmm. or four. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I was still on dialysis right before he turned uh, six. six. And so not only having to deal with our own faith and what, are, what do we believe through this, because we've never faced a huge crisis, you know, personally, but also having to walk this through our young kids. Mm -hmm. Like, what does this look like? And that's kind of the last part I want to talk about yeah. um, is how we dealt with this kind of with our kids. So why don't you yeah. kind of start off? So Travis, he, you know, he walked down his function, his kidney function, and um, we knew, okay, so he was about to have to get the port, the surgery to get dialysis, and he was about to be on dialysis. So I bought a puppy. <laughs> that was just different in our life and we needed some joy and we needed just a pick me up and so we got Charlie <laughs> and he was awesome. Yeah. yeah, he was amazing. So yeah, we yeah. We, uh, we we blessed our kids with him who my parents uh, are, are stewarding right now for us. Yeah. But I, I think throughout this whole process, particularly my, my, my son, um, you know, he's going to church every week. He's listening to stuff and that was that took a little bit because mm -hmm. when we read the Bible when we pray you know throughout the Bible you see men of God or women of God pray and then you can look a few verses later or a chapter later and you can see the answer to the prayer so it looks like man it happened automatically mm -hmm. and a lot of things our kids had prayed for we had prayed for we had seen happen mm -hmm. and so it's hard for us uh, to explain to our son Gabe you know, while we're praying for dad's kidney or we're praying for a donor or we're praying for this, that, or the other, why why has it not happened? Year, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, why has it not happened? And so my son couldn't understand it. And like I just talked about a while ago, like we're trying to process like what is really what is really happening because you know, Pastor John says all the time, faith, we have faith and our faith is like a drawbridge that's that, you know, is an invitation for the Lord to come over and do whatever he wants to do. You know, you look at Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the fiery furnace. I mean, they're about to be thrown in. They say, our God's going to take care of us. But even if he doesn't, he's still God. He's still worthy. He's still good. And so I think that was our mindset. And we were transferring that to our kids. We were telling them, listen, God has a timetable. God has a plan. God has a will. God is sovereign. God is going to work all these things out for good. Mm -hmm. We don't know what that looks like. And yeah. just explaining that our mind and our thoughts are different than God's thoughts. And like... Uh, Gabe, like, 
we know that you're disappointed because you prayed, you know, just now and, and dad is still doing a dialysis treatment, mm -hmm. but God is faithful and God is going to come through. And, and we would even, you know, show them scripture where yeah. it looks like this happened just like this and some miracles did, yeah. but then these other things, it, it took time. And so God's going to work this out, Gabe, but he's going to accomplish something good through it. And I think for a little bit, like it, it was kind of frustrating for for, for Gabe in particular, well, but I then think, I think his, his faith was built because yeah. he knew good was going to come out of it. And I think that, you know, we all deal with grief in a different way. And so, you know, children don't know how to do that. And I think that he, he saw, he saw his daddy couldn't pick him up and throw him up and wrestle with him like he used to. And so he had, he, he acted out some a little bit and he went through this phase and and you know, we just had to give him grace to to feel those feelings and to to in his mind go through this process too. And um, even Aslan, she was one, but then she was about um, what two and a half, three when he started dialysis. She had been off the passy a year. She went and found a passy somewhere in some corner, and she had the passy in her mouth, and that was her and her finding her comfort. And it's just really being hyper intentional with the children while they're going through a process or while they're going through you know a crisis just because they're trying to find that comfort and so every night we would come together as a family you know we might be going through something crazy right now but we're family we are together and god is with us and we would just pray the peace of god over our children wake up in the morning and have the worship music going and just praising god and so you'll see i'll post the video here after the after this interview, but you'll see how excited our kids were when mm -hmm. we got the call. Yeah. So let's talk about that. Well, I mean, just first of all, they, they knew that God was going to come through. Yeah. I mean, they, they knew yeah. it. And, and when and we when we did get the call, I mean, it was just a, a time of joy and excitement mm -hmm. and just raw emotion when, when my kids hear that I'm getting a, a kidney. And they don't know all the details about this, that, and the other. But what mm -hmm. they do know is that God was going to take care of that, mm -hmm. you know? And so throughout this whole thing, I think it's just been so, so cool to see God work. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And so, um, with the kidney transplant, why don't you talk about that? How was that? That wasn't fun. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, it, it, it hurt. It was tough. It was, um, you know, very grateful to, to get the transplant, but it, it was a hard month you know, after that. Yeah. And uh, yeah. And, and I mean, if there's just one thing we can encourage you with that is when you're walking through trials, when you're walking through tribulations with your family, I mean, I think you have to always take it back to God. I think you have to always just, you know, trust the Lord. You have to always have faith, but you have to, you have to be intentional about what your kids are thinking and believing through this. Yeah. I think it's important that you take them on the journey with you, that it's not just like mom and dad are dealing with something totally else and, and you try to keep them, you know, oblivious. Like, yeah, we kept our kids, you know, they didn't know about some of the, the stuff or some of the, the hardships or pain. But as far as the whole process, they knew we were in need. They knew we were praying. They knew that dad needed a miracle. So they were in that. And mm -hmm. so when God came through, you know, their faith was, it was lifted. It was elevated. Mm -hmm. And so I think when you're going through challenging times, you have to be real. You have to be raw. You have to be, uh, you have to be mindful of what you're saying, what you're conveying. And I think a lot of it for me, just keeping my spirits up and just keeping, you know, the faith and keeping a good attitude was I know I have little kids here watching me. And so mm -hmm. I don't want them 
you know, to think that things are not good or that dad's yeah. not going to be okay or where is God? Yeah, and I think for me, it was a lot of um, control. I just wanted to, the hardest part was watching someone you love go through something so hard. And you, like he said earlier, you want to fix it. And, you know, I think that um, just letting God take control of um, of your life, of your emotions, of your heart. And even, you know, even through this, we didn't mention this, but um, through when he was on dialysis, we got pregnant with our third child and we gave birth um, eight weeks before <laughs> he got a kidney transplant. So here we were in the hospital with this little newborn while he's getting a kidney transplant. And, but God is so good and he's so faithful and he knows the plan. And through the whole thing, I could look at my children and find joy in the middle of all this. Yeah. God was so good to us, um, no matter how hard it was. Yeah. And just one more thing before we pray for you. You know, uh, a, a few people, I questioned why we would want to have a, a kid kind of in the midst of what's going on from us. And, and I think there's, number one, we, we, we felt in our heart we, we wanted another baby. Mm -hmm. We sought wise counsel. We, we drove up and, and talked to someone we really respected who was actually had went through, was going through the same things that we went through and just felt confirmation. And mm -hmm. so even in the midst of the storm, God can still bring life. God yeah. can, can still do good things in a bad situation. Yeah. And, you know, when that baby, when, you know, I'm having about to get wheeled back, that baby's in there, she's two months old. And I mean, it brought so much joy. And particularly on the other mm -hmm. side, it's so important you know, that you hear from God yeah. just about your life, about your finances, about your home, because God still wants to work even though you're going through something tough, you yeah. know? Life and so, doesn't stop. <laughs> life, life doesn't stop. Your relationship mm -hmm. with God doesn't stop. God still wants to bring things up. He still yeah. wants to grow things. And so uh, hopefully this, this encourages you. Hopefully this helps you. You know, if you are going through through something tough right now, we just want you to know you're going to make it. Yeah. That it's temporary. That God is going to bring you through, and uh, just keep trusting Him. We're going to pray for your family. We're going to pray for the peace of God that passes all understanding. But just know, God's got a plan. He is a good God. He's going to work things together for good for you and your family. Don't give up. Hang on and uh, see what God does. Whitney, why don't you why don't you pray mm -hmm. for us? Lord, I just thank you. Lord, we thank you for our victory that we got. But we just pray right now for victory in everyone's life. Father, that you would bless them no matter where they are, no matter what storm they're going through, that your hedge of protection be on them, and that there be peace in your love in their homes. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Join us next week as we continue the conversation. May God bless you and your family.